0: Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will?
1: Doing very well, Sarah. So awesome to talk with you again after taking a week off.
0: <laughs> okay. So that second yeah. part yeah. was truth, but the yeah. first part was a freaking lie.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, it's awesome to talk to you. Hi, it's awesome to talk no, to you. No,
0: no, the first part, when you said yeah. I'm doing pretty well, it's like we're yeah. both at shit weeks. So we're finally here able to talk about things that if we had recorded at the beginning of the week i would have been bright i would have been energetic i would have been happy and now i'm just like I, I, what was, what did I want to say? What did I want (laughs) to (laughs) talk?
1: So I'm the exact opposite. So at the beginning of the week, I was kind of like, eh, because, you know, it was in the midst of things. And even, even so as the news of like the Emmys and, um, of course seeing what was going to happen with the strike and everything else, it was actually a welcome distraction.
0: (laughs) That's true. I mean yeah. that's that's one way to look at it. Yeah. I I of course um live in a time zone that is behind everyone else. So when I get the news it's always like hours later it's never at yeah. out- <laughs> 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 And 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 sometimes when I'm at work, I'm constantly able to check my phone mm-hmm. and I'm really like looking at things. And then other days it's just like, I checked Twitter maybe once and that was yeah. in the morning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure our listeners probably have things that are, you know, that like us where entertainment news and TV shows and stuff are welcome distractions from the daily hassles of life. So, uh, yeah, we, we've both had those kind of weeks and I'm sure some of our listeners have. So, uh, you know, we, we can all sit here and nerd out together for the next hour of just all the stuff that's like happened compared to like when you sent me the rundown last weekend and we were like, and even before we went on break, we were like, ooh, July is going to be rough. <laughs> and then I felt like in this week, it was like multiple things happening, like like boom, 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 we you know, but first we, of course, last weekend, we get the uh I guess in the last week, it was Eric Jennifer Garner returning to uh to Depot three returning then, well, well, actually not returning, sorry, <laughs> get, getting my getting my podcast <laughs> legs back. Sorry, things are morphing. Everything's coming out now. I'm like, gosh, you want to talk? Uh, (laughs) yo, she's returning to to Marvel, I guess. Uh, Maybe maybe that's what I meant to say.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Kind of, kind of. You're still, like, yeah, she's going to appear. Uh, she's returning as Electra, but she is going to be in Deadpool 3. The first time in that franchise specifically. Which Deadpool 3 has been confirmed to be rated R. And Hugh Jackman has been confirmed to be wearing a bright yellow Wolverine costume. So all of the confirmation for Deadpool 3 is probably going to be really good. You know, the funny thing about Deadpool... I mean, there's a lot of funny things about Deadpool. But for me, I, I... I can't exactly say that I watched the first Deadpool, Hmm. but I do remember watching the second one Mm -hmm. and then just loving it, but I've never rewatched it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's me. So we're, we're the opposite. So I've watched them both, but I've rewatched the first one multiple times. The the second one I've maybe watched twice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, how how is that opposite? Because I'm saying I don't even really know it.
1: But I people- think is, I can't remember most of the second one. That's the that's the crazy thing about it. I can remember like the first one very well, but the second I one. I
0: just I just remember laughing out loud yeah. at the scene when I think they're at the X mansion and Deadpool comes in and he's wearing like a um a trainee. Oh, like yeah. like best thing, and I just got such a kick out of it i I don't know why, but that yeah. that's kind of an iconic moment for me, and then you're right, like I remember some weird time travel stuff at the at the end um but i I do remember while watching it, mm-hmm. really getting a kick out of it, even though it's obviously a forgettable sequel, so yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: um. Yeah. What else? We got a bunch of trailers. I will be honest. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not watch the Ahsoka trailer. Hmm. I, I didn't even realize there was another Blue Beetle trailer. I did kind of watch the Wonka trailer and I did fully watch the Napoleon trailer.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I did watch the Ashoka trailer and, uh, I'm in the middle of a rewatch right now of, but my second rewatch now of, uh, Star Wars Rebels. And so, you know, for, yeah, I mentioned this before and I'll say it again. I mean, for Rebels fans are feasting right now seeing <laughs> Hera in live action. Horace course, Admiral Thrawn, we, you know, we did get him in this trailer. Uh, it looks like Sabine Wren who, um, was also part of the, the, Phoenix group in Rebels. Uh, looks like she's force sensitive and, uh, and they had a very iconic mural from, from the show that many Rebels fans will, will recognize. So I'm, to me, this is feels, it feels like the, the fifth season of Rebels for me in some, in some regards because, uh, we're seeing a lot of these characters that we, that we uh, saw in animation now, uh, now in live action. Uh, Blue Beetle trailer, it was I finally starting to see some like advertising. I don't know if they're like, I guess after all the money they've spent on the flash for advertising and other things, I don't know if they're just kind of like hoping you know, put a little bit of money out there and hoping social media buzz will, 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 will generate things, especially given some of the other DC news that dropped this week, which we'll get into here soon. But, um, you know, for a while it was sort of like, it was starting to feel like blue beetle was going to be like the forest, the, the tree that, you know, fell in the forest where, you know, doesn't make a sound, but it looks like hopefully they're starting to put a little bit behind it, especially now that James Gunn has said that, uh, Cholo is going to continue as, um, Jaime Reyes in, in, in the future DCU. Um. Wonka and Napoleon, yeah. There those two I am mean, looking forward to Napoleon just just from a historical standpoint. Uh Wonka, um yeah, I, I'm like you, I, I kinda remember it, but you know, but it was, He's it was just
0: playing like, like, well, it's not that I don't remember it. I just yeah. don't really I'm trying to remember if I watched the full thing or if I skipped, like when I was like, Okay, I got I get the gist. Mm-hmm. Um Timothy Timothy Chalamet at this point. I'm just watching Timothy Chalamet play mm-hmm. like in different clothes, you know. The yeah. yeah. like we he's gotten enough leading roles and enough attention where, unfortunately, it I kind of it's hard for me not to see him and mm-hmm. um, to fully see like oh this is a young version of Wonka.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. And, and I don't really have an interest in it, um, per se. Um, yeah. cause, oh. cause of all of the conspiracy theories about the first story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say, even going back to the original the Gene Wilder version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, this was never one of those films that even when I was younger, I had much interest in. Mm. So even like the later, later iterations of it with Johnny Depp and, and stuff. It's just never been Willy Wonka's never been, uh, you know, other than like seeing little ads to the comic books we used to read as a kid. I mean, it's, and uh, it's never really been a big thing for me.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, one other thing I did say about blue beetle though, and, and it's probably good. You haven't watched the trailer because <laughs> it seems like the whole movie was, was like on display there in a three minute trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, I, that's the that's the thing about trailers and we've had this discussion and part of the reason why I am also starting to once I feel like I understand
2: mm-hmm.
0: turn it off. I don't mm-hmm. want to see five scenes that when I'm watching the movie are gonna be probably in the third act. I don't mm-hmm. want to I, I want to, a trailer should tease like teasers are great mm-hmm. because honestly it's supposed to pique your interest and say, you're going to want to watch this. Yeah. It's not, it shouldn't tell you the whole story. And so the the fact that now trailers sometimes are three minutes, I'm Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course they're going to give you scenes from every single part of the movie because they have to, they take like 15 seconds and you got three minutes to fill Like why and and then you and then you go and watch it and the numerous reviews I hear and say, yeah, well this happened in the trailer. I mean, there secret invasion, which we'll talk about, but I want to talk about this because it it goes right into this conversation about trailers. Is at the end of the third episode, um, you're left as a viewer to believe that Gaia has been killed, right? Mm -hmm. And in all of the reactions to that episode, they're like, "Yeah, but there are scenes of Amelia Clark that they showed in the
1: trailers." Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I mean. that we have a seen yep. <laughs> oh my god! Like, yep. are <laughs> right, we're not stupid? Actually, yeah. if 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 um if producers really think about it, and marketers of film and TV show really think about it, you're your main audience member will have spent hours dissecting every single frame in a trailer for, mm-hmm. for genre TV. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck? <laughs> 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 like if you know that's how an episode's gonna end, like it just, it doesn't make sense from, yeah. from like we're at the, we're in an age of the internet. I feel like marketers are still stuck in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Agree.
1: Well, just, yeah. 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 Well, the marketers will, will definitely have some, some time right now to, to adjust their game, given that, uh, we'll, we'll, we might as well just go into the big news of the day. I mean, the, the SAG AFTRA, uh, strike, uh, is official and, um, I guess they'll start picketing tomorrow morning.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Is, um, I mean,
0: things are getting serious and, the more um unions get involved different unions the more it's it's getting intense and i'm yeah. fearful for the lack of content to
1: come. yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah because i mean yeah i mean this just with it was really cuz like right before the July 4th holiday um the the, the Union, as far as SAG and the uh, television and movie movie producers agreed to, um, you know, an extension to July twelfth. And you know, of course, at the time, everybody saw what it was, what it was for. It was basically just give the studios an opportunity to market all their films and you know have the big show for Mission Impossible. And even today they they were at least were able to do the the photo op you know, part of the Oppenheimer premiere in London before uh before the three o'clock uh Eastern press conference that SAGAFRA had to uh formally announce that the board had indeed voted to walk out and 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 also and of course Christopher Nolan goes on the stage and says, Well, sorry y'all um act these all the sag actors cannot participate now per the rules, so you know so that was a sort sort of cynical ploy and and you're right i mean it is it it is it has gotten ugly because you know earlier in the week uh there was an article in deadline about um how with the writers strike um there was you know in, in some of the discussions with the executives and and producers. Where they're just like we're just gonna bleed them, we're just gonna like ride it out and and bleed these people dry. Sure. I mean, and right. and and you know, and then of course you had the very tone deaf comment by Bob Iger this morning well, on CNBC where he was like, um, call it disturbing, that, and and, and 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 I will say in the full context of what he was saying, just for you know not you know because it's easy to pick you know it's easy for to pick on the big corporation. In the full context of what he was saying with the industry coming off COVID and everything else and having another work stoppage like this is not, it, it is bad timing. It is. I mean, we, you know, let's just, let's just be real, but what he, but, but saying it's disturbing because people are just advocating for better wages and protections against AI and everything, you know, those kind of things, it, uh, it it, you know, all the things that we've, you always seem to Bob Iger was of the of the people that were like CEOs of these companies always seem to be very I guess sensitive to like, you know, to to the worker and being, you know, right. not like David Zaslav for example.
0: I I'm I'm confused. What did yeah. he say? Did he just say that it was disturbing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He uh
0: What it, like in what context like
1: In the it, to basically for That for the the writers guild and the screen actors guild to go out on strike right now is very disturbing given all the other things that the industry is trying to recover from.
0: Oh, okay. So from his perspective, he's upset because they chose this time knowing how vulnerable they, the, um, the corporations are and likely to give in because we can't have an, okay. So. Yeah, like, but, like it's, it's children. It's children. Okay. It's, yeah. it's childish. I didn't know for yeah. some reason when I heard the word disturbing, I thought that's how you were describing it. And so I'm like, wait, what did he say? Yeah, oh, he just said it was disturbing. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah he said it was disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I get, I understand now. I just needed to yeah. clarify yeah. that.
1: Because yeah, thanks. If remember I remember our clearer...
0: conversation earlier during pre-show, yeah. I get my news <laughs> like four hours after.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Well, and no. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was trying to get further context because of course on social media, everybody just focused on the fact that he said it. It was disturbing without adding the additional context to the fuller thing that he was well, saying.
0: They won, they won a clickbait yeah. articles yeah. and everything, yeah. but and, I mean... Yeah, he's yeah. he's looking at it from one perspective, and,
1: and like yeah. I said, I, don't, and I you know, and you know, like I said, I mean, I get where he's coming from, but I he always just seemed to be more, I guess, not so tone deaf, especially on the hills of him getting a, you know an announcement that his contract was extended to twenty twenty six after you know just 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 yesterday, I believe, or the day before. So, you know, I think he was, I guess, the he was going out there to try to do damage control, but you know, he ended up doing more damage uh by you know saying that it's disturbing that workers are wanting you know, wanting to get fair compensation and stuff. And you know, and, and so in the whole context of between what you heard earlier, but the what what some executives are saying about the writers. You know, he getting another, you know, he's getting a $27 million, you know, I'm not going to progress to man making his money, but you know, look, but the, but at the same time, you know, he can't make those big dollars if the talent is not there to make the, make the shows. Right. <laughs> so,
0: right. 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 What you're saying is it's just as disturbing that they have let, off, let the strike get to this point. Like yeah, yeah. it's e- either way you can, from Iger's point of view, it's disturbing that they chose this time knowing that we don't have a lot to bargaining, like we don't have time to bargaining, time isn't on our side. But from our perspective, and the perspective of the workers going on strike, it's disturbing that you're not meeting us like even halfway here when we're just talking about livable wages and trying to bring the compensation to present day like our yeah. compensation what we agreed to worked maybe five, ten years ago, but the way the industry now is it doesn't and it doesn't. that yeah. ne- that is why the time is now to have this discussion so yep. yeah, well we'll we'll continue I mean. Sometimes with these work, sh- work shortages, we always have the backlog. You know, you always have those shows. Oh man, I missed this show. Like I didn't watch it when it first hit. And then before you know it, you're like, I just binged three seasons. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. always have it in the back of your mind. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but so I'm sure we'll figure it out. Um,
1: yeah, but definitely. it's, we definitely will. It, but it is very, um, it is a, um, Unique point, this, we are witnessing history here as far as in labor relations, not to overstate it in our country, because really the last time that the two, uh, guilds for the entertainment industry went on strike was at the same time was 1960, uh, when the screen actors and the writers guild were both out at the same time. And, and, and it's been 43 years since the last time the, the, the actors went out on strike, so it's um yeah but you're right well this is definitely an opportunity to to catch up on things and um and and hopefully they can um you know the kids can figure out how to play nice in the sandbox because you know at the end of the day it is cuz not only is it hurting the actors and the in the writers but also the, all the industries around it as far as craft skills, the crew people i mean nobody can work now yeah so it has such you know so it does have it's easy to like.
0: Okay, I'm. I'm sorry. I just yeah. have a question because yeah. I was when you said sandbox, my mind went to Squid Games news. <laughs> yeah. Which I know you haven't watched Squid Games season one, unlike most of the population on this planet.
1: I started. But, it. I just started. It yeah. It,
0: okay. Um. So they have, from what I saw, they started filming. Um, and the only reason why I know this is people who follow me on Twitter know I'm a big fan of K-pop and there is an idol, a very famous second generation idol top from, um, big bang is going to be in the second season and he started filming. So, so uh, like, it's interesting to me, how are they able to
1: continue with their
0: production?
1: Good. I'm glad you brought that up because, um, uh, cause for example, House of the Dragon is actually also able to continue, uh, because, uh, they are under, at least w- with, with Squid Games, probably because they are probably filming in Korea and maybe their labor laws are different where, um, Yeah,
0: they, like the, like it, it, yeah. what so, we, the unions here, they mm-hmm. might be in a different one. Exactly. Or, okay, that, yeah. that makes sense. It's just, yeah. it, it's, um, so but how is, how is House of the Dragon able to do it?
1: So that season two is filming in the UK. And, um, so most of the actors are, you know, of the show are British and they have their own union, uh, the equity union over there. They, that, the, the actors union in, in the UK is, stands strong and supports the Sagastra but the thing is the laws in the UK are are very um business friendly and right. uh, ha- have anti-strike provisions so even if even if they even if sag act, act, walk, actors equity actors wanted to walk they can't because the the laws there just won't allow them to do it because they won't okay. recognize strikes the, one of the things in, of their laws is uh, they will not recognize strikes in other countries
0: okay okay yeah. Interesting. Yep. Very, very uh I'm glad you knew that and could explain it to us because um I don't think that's talked about enough in light yep. of everything. And and all it makes me think is this is why we get a British Batman and a British <laughs> <laughs> We're going yeah. film
1: film in to be filming
0: In the U.S. <laughs> because they're going to go elsewhere Because everyone here is on strike
1: <laughs> yep, yep, it
0: it
1: <laughs> yep, yep, it works Yep, yep And we'll get a lot of unscripted stuff
0: <laughs> Oh my god Geez um, Last um, bit of news Before we get into some reviews Well uh, Now that I like look We're kind of going out of order uh but Nathan Filion, Isabella Merced, Edai Gathiay? Gathyji? Gathyji? Yeah, I
1: think that's how
0: you Gath- pronounce it, yeah. Gazie joins Superman Legacy as Green Lantern, Guy Gardner, um <clears throat> Hawk Girl, and Mr. Terrific, and Anthony Carrigan is set to play Metamorpho. Um, I love that casting of Metamorpho. I don't know who yeah. Metamorphal is. I just saw the character design from the comics, and yeah. Anthony Carrigan is great. I've only yeah. seen the first two seasons of, um, what is the show? Barry. Barry,
1: Barry yeah. <laughs> He's, yeah, Barry. He was also in Gotham as um, um, one of the characters. Oh, gosh. Um, he was also, the character was also in Batgirl. I can't remember who it is now. Oh, no, Victor's al Victor's al. So. Victor yeah. Zell. And,
2: yes. uh, and he was
1: also, uh, the, uh, miss in the, in the Flash. First, I think first or second season of the Flash. So, yeah. very familiar face. When people, well, I saw his face, uh, whenever they made that cast in about now, so, but I was like, oh yeah, I'm remembering the Flash.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that, um, they're using all of their toys, mm-hmm. but, hmm. It'll be interesting just because um we we associate uh, I'm blanking on his name, who's the director
2: james had, let's
0: see james we associate James Gunn so much with ensemble casts
2: mm-hmm.
0: that now i'm I'm like, well, is he just like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair
0: Yeah, it's just, I mean, we've, we've got Guardians, we got Suicide Squad, even Peacemaker turned into a lovely ensemble. Mm -hmm. Um, and now where it's like, Oh, like this will, this will be Superman legacy, but we're going to have Hawkgirl in it and we're going to have, um, we're going to get Green Lantern and we're going to get this guy. And it's like, whoa, whoa. Okay. So another ensemble cast, which I'm sure will be great. I'm yeah. not saying that it means it's going to be bad. No. I mean, look at the track record. But mm-hmm. in terms of wanting something different from him, from James yeah. Dunn, I don't know if we're going to get too different based on this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 yeah, I know a lot of folks are like, "Oh, it's overstuff. Oh, we having so many people." Your take is a little more nuanced you know, in that, um, yeah, we are used to seeing James doing, uh, doing ensemble work. Um, but yeah, I know that, you know, and James Gunn being James Gunn and very active on social media, he was like, look, you know, Superman is the lead and the story will support having these other additional characters in it. And because, you know, we do know that this, it's not an origin story. Thank you. Thank goodness. I guess it is an origin story of, I guess, Lois and, and Clark, um, you know, at the daily planet, but, uh, but, but you know, superheroes exist in this world already. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm just going to sit back and just whenever it finally does get to get things get, get moving again on production. Um, you know, look forward to seeing it when it comes. I mean, cause you're right. He does have a track record of, of, of good work recently. So we, uh, with all the projects you, you, you noted. So, uh, I, I'm not worried about this one. Yeah, I know say that, you know. well, no,
0: it's, it's too soon to get worried. Yeah. Um, but when we talk about things, I tend to go with the first thing that comes to my mind. Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and, <laughs> and, you're, and you're right, and I, and I think that's that's the bat that's the best balance that you and I bring to each other. Sometimes we're both sometimes we're both in, in step, and sometimes we uh, we we balance each other's opinions out. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um, speaking about good track records, Emmy nominations came out. Um. Will, I feel like you know way more about nominations and what are the big takeaways from them because yeah. I, I just remember seeing a few things and I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. been a rough few days. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Same here. Um, well, really honestly, you, you don't even really would have to like for both the drama and comedy categories, you could pretty much name the, you, you could probably without even hear heard any of the announcements know what were the top shows that got all the awards succession or nominations succession white lotus dead lasso um avid elementary you know so you know so the usual names uh were out there even the crown made it again in the best drama category which i could even i could i don't you know at this point it's just legacy <laughs> they get a legacy spot yeah, at, at this definitely. point um and, uh, but yeah, so yeah, Succession definitely was the, uh, and HBO of course was the top studio. Succession had 27 nominations, uh, pretty much locked up just about every of the best actor nominations with, uh, Brian Cox and Kieran Culkin and, uh, Jeremy Strong, but Pedro did get nominated for The Last of Us,
0: which I wouldn't be surprised if he actually won it.
1: Yeah. I, I think yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's very fair. I, it, yeah.
0: just because, uh,
1: um, watch both too, so you can, you can, you can speak to that exactly. more than I can. Yeah. I,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Pedro wins it, just because like what you were saying, yeah, succession has all of the nominations locked up, but the one that isn't succession actually would have a better chance. Um, and, and just because, when when the succession actors are competing against each other, like in all of the reviews, it's like they all did so good and they did good because they're acting against a great scene partner. So yep. who do you give like the award to? And and honestly, Brian Cox, he he was barely in this last season. Um, Timothy, I, is it or is it Tom McFadden? Tom McFadden. Tom McFadden won last year and and i would assume he's nominated again which means he he do, would have the other higher chance of getting the win um and and if any of the succession actors win it's because of the third ap- episode it's because of the damn third episode where like that will be talked about as like one of the best episodes of tv in the past decade um i'm more excited because it just dawned on me that Euphoria didn't come out with season three yet. So I the actress who plays um who plays um the daughter. Uh she has a very weird name. Sarah Snook, I think is the actress name, whatever. Um yeah. Shiv. She she um I'm assuming she was nominated it and was. I Fingers crossed she gets it, but is she against Bella Ramsey? She is. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, actress. Yeah. So I was going to say, so. Oh
2: my Yeah. God. So succession
1: had 27. The last of us had 24. So yes. when you start looking down the list of, of people, so, uh, wow. best actress in a drama series. So yeah, Sarah Schnook was succession. Bella Ramsey, they were uh, nominated, um, Melody Linsky for Yellow Jackets. Uh, I don't Carrie. know
0: who to choose from that. Like, yeah. the other nominations don't matter. It's going to be between Sarah Snook and Bella Ramsey. It just, it, it has to be between those yeah. two. Because Bella Ramsey, like, in terms of overall season, but it's one season. And Sarah Snook has three seasons, or four seasons, and that freaking third episode. But then there's some episodes of Last of Us, like really strong and she's so young. Ooh, I don't know, but I am, I am glad that, that they are, they gave her a nomination after the freaking we're going to get, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. My God. But yeah. Interesting. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. And also at last of us, and I know, I, I know I posted it on socials, the, uh, the young actor, uh, keeping on, um, he, um, Yep. was n- nominated uh who who played sam in the henry henry and sam episode and and also lamar uh J- J- jackson or J- uh, johnson i believe his last name he was also nominated uh in the same category so when you when you go down through the the nominations honestly folks it's 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 like it just reads like the h b o um Run the list uh, with you know with, with Better Call Saul tossed in. You got your your Crown, um, is t- you know tossed in yeah. as well.
0: But yeah. so a lot of those feel like they came out five years ago because a lot yeah. of them came out at the end of last year. When 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 we're thinking about TV right now, The yeah. Last of Us and um, Successions series final season like stand out as in terms of just like wow i already know they're gonna be my best of like in the top spot spots um when we talk at the end of this year just because i there are episodes that stand out i remember having a reaction like a like a physical reaction to them um and just and just being very sucked into the the worlds that they created which i mean to move on to the next topic i we we obviously have didn't record last week so we we took a we took a break and um i spent that time surprisingly ended up binging a few things um and one of them that i was surprised by that I know will also make it into my top five TV shows of this year is the bear season two.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. The bear and bear season, in, in season one, uh Jeremy, Allen, uh, this Jeremy Miller,
0: Jeremy yeah, Allen White.
1: And, uh, Jeremy Allen White. Yeah. He was nominated for best comedy season for season one. So
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. So there you go.
0: I thought, I thought he, no, he got the golden globe. Um, yeah. He, no, so the Bear Season 2 is superior to the Bear Season (laughs) 1.
1: That's what every, yeah I gotta get to it. Everyone keeps saying that.
0: I liked the Bear Season 1. It was nice. It was good, good 8 episode binge. The Bear Season 2 has 12 episodes. It's just so good. I have rewatched it.
1: Oh wow.
0: And there are some (laughs) surprises that you don't see coming. Um, and it's just I don't know there's something about i I really like how in season one it actually made me go back and even rewatch majority of season one okay. um i I was like that enthralled in what happened season two um, okay. I feel like all of the slight changes in the way the episodes were crafted made a lot of sense. You, it wasn't so heavily focused on the restaurant so much as the workers within the restaurant. And you got a lot more time with all of the characters than you did in the first season when it was really like you got a lot of time with them together, not so much one-on-one time. Um, and so it really expanded upon, um, this, this dysfunctional Restaurant family that we have, um, so I just, I just really, it. I went in with kind of like mid expectations, like they weren't <laughs> low, but I wasn't also expected to just be enthralled with it the way I was.
1: Um, yeah, I'm glad yeah. you I'm glad you said that because I, 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 I got to be honest. I mean, I liked season one, but I didn't, but. It didn't blow me away. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, there no. were some episodes where I was just sort of like, okay, is it just me? I'm not getting it. So, um, no. I, it, yeah. So, so I've been kind of, so we see. I, I saw the season two had dropped and everything. And so I was just kind of like, I don't know, but to a person, you, you know, I've heard everyone consensus season two eclipses season one and uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely going to be on my, my upcoming watch list.
0: Yeah. I mean, season one, you watch it for one episode and that is, I think, episode seven. And when you watch the season, you know why, because it's quote unquote a one shot mm-hmm. kind of. So, and, and it is, and it is pretty cool what they do in it. Um, the intensity, but you just watch it for that season two, there are, there is, if you ever do watch season two will i want i need you to tell me what my favorite episode was because okay. there's a, there's a certain episode and there there's two in particular that you could okay. say um uh, but there's one one kind of outweighs it um okay. but yeah it's just like from start to finish i'm just like no this is this is good and i'm 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 interested now i'm interested more so now than after watching season one to be like, okay, where are they, what are they going to do next season? Where, where are we going with this? Because mm-hmm. it, 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 leaves it in an, in an interesting place. Um, I, I started watching it after I gave up kind of on jury duty. Okay. Have you heard about jury duty?
1: I have. I've actually, I tried, to, it's on, it's on freebie, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Cause I tried to watch it cause it, it came out earlier this year. And I heard about it. Seemed kind of interesting. Uh, I think I started an episode, but didn't make it through. So I, I, it was one of those things I was going to go back to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of did that. I started an episode. I was like, okay. And then I, I thought to myself, ah, let me try the bear season two. <laughs> I went, but then I circled back around on jury duty. Um and I think I watched I think there's about eight episodes and I think I watched five and then I skipped to the end. If 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 for those who don't know what the premise of the show is, is essentially it's a prank show. And there is one juror who does not know that everything going on in this trial and everyone involved in this trial is an actor and it's all fake. And and they are they're watching it. Why I say you only watched last episode is because last episode they explain how they did everything Mm. and what and it was fascinating to me. What they what I wasn't thinking about while watching the first five episodes of like the maneuvering of the actors, the maneuvering of like, where do you put the cameras? How do you how do you have a script? But not uh, have a script because, mm-hmm. he, and then the pressure that are on the actors because they have to be good enough to not let anything slip and make this guy realize, oh, something's up. Like something's not okay. right here.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and okay. so it was very interesting to hear them spend about 40 to 50 minutes explaining everything and going through certain scenes and, and how they couldn't believe some of the responses this guy would give that would allow the story to progress exactly the way they wanted it to. So oh. if you are interested, I don't think, like, the full season is worth it. Um, But it is very interesting to wa- watch them explain how they were able to do this the way they did it.
1: Cool. Cool. Yeah. I know um it I got... It was one of those shows that just kind of popped because, um, it was just kind of out there. I think I, I, heard about it, you know, maybe through like, you know, one of, the, one of the many podcasts, that you, entertainment podcasts that you and I both listen to. And, um, and that's where I tried it, but then I noticed it started getting Emmy buzz and actually James Marston did get, um, did get nominated this, this week, uh, for, for that show.
2: Mm.
1: So, so. Yeah, so there's one of those ones I think that came on late, but as far yeah. as just the buzz for it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the other show that I binged and I finished, um, at the beginning of this week was Celebrity on Netflix. It's a K-drama. Mm. I randomly, like, I don't know why. I, I just, it was recommended for me. Um, and I just, and I gave it a shot. And then I binged like the first eight episodes and finished it like the last two on Monday Um, because it's just it was an interesting it's it's like the mean girl version of the glory where again we're uh, no no it's because it's social media bullying that they tackle with this um, girl because she becomes a. What they call an e celebrity, but what we refer to more as an influencer got it um and and the rise of of the, her fame and then the downfall and what and then her revenge for that um so so it was it was interesting i just i feel like with k dramas, they don't need to be twelve episodes because what happens? is these are hour-long episodes, and then some of the plot lines get really far-fetched.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, in, fill, filler is universal. <laughs> it, it,
0: it's a, it's, I don't even know if it's a filler, because it's a filler within a episode where you have all of this good stuff, and then mm. these very weird weird plot lines where we're like, it really went there? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? That doesn't really make logical sense. Um but yeah, so I I don't know. It just it just dawned on me after watching this one that I think I think it's um I enjoy the fact that there are long episodes and um long seasons because yep. it's a longer binge, but yeah. It's not helpful in terms of, like, a very strong story to to have extended scenes and extended monologues that aren't necessary in the long run.
1: Got it. Got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you watched some things while we were on the break, too, that you wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, there was one. I'll, one was at Anna Jones. Uh, just real quick, it, it was a, it was good. It was okay. I went into low expectations, but I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, and that guess is still in the theater (laughs) because, you know, obviously, um, the big blockbusters this summer have sort of been big fizzles. But, uh, but if you're an Indiana Jones fan and, you know, and, and Crystal Skull left you wanting, then I would recommend going to see Dollar Destiny. Uh, it definitely closes out that character's journey, uh, in a very satisfactory way, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> so, so that's, that was that. But the one thing, speaking of Netflix and stuff, and you know, Netflix has a lot of great documentaries and all. And, uh, when I was at the beach, just clicked on Netflix, uh, there at the Airbnb and person, their recommendations came up with this, actually it just dropped. It was unknown, the lost pyramid. And it was a, it's a documentary about, um, the, uh, former, uh, head of the, uh, Egyptian Antiquities, uh, Dr. Zaharwi. He, 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 in the, one of the valleys, uh, in ancient, in, in modern day Egypt, but it's basically, it's one of the big valley of the, of the gods. Uh, there's all these, uh, where all the pyramids are and stuff. There's a lost pyramid and he theorized, uh, where there would be, um, this, this one particular tomb uh, and, and pyramid. So it, this documentary explores how he came about his, his thought as far as where it was going to be the current head of the, um, uh, antiquities and everything in, in Egypt. Is also doing a survey in that area as well. And it was just all these awesome discoveries and things. I don't, I don't want to get too detailed into it but, uh, if you are, if you're big into like Egypt, Egyptology or ancient Egypt or fit, you know, any of those kind of things, uh, definitely recommend it. I think it just dropped on Netflix. So I want to say right at the end of June. Uh, so it was, so it's probably still trending in the top 10. Um, Shows uh, on the, uh, on the platform because it was, it was really, really good, really well done, like, like all the Netflix document, most of the Netflix documentaries are, 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 uh, and then I also came across one, uh, called The Pharmacist, uh, where, uh, this one was a couple, this, this one was from a, from a few years ago. I want to say it was dropped either in 2020 or 2021, but I detail the story of a pharmacist and New Orleans who lost his son, uh, due to a drug deal gone bad and the New Orleans police department did a shitty job of investigating it. And this father like basically, um, takes, you know, becomes a detective and starts, you know, really chronicles, uh, the, his, the family's journey to finding, you know, justice and finding the, the, who, who is the, um, killer of their, of their son and, has some, some, I, I don't want to say too much more, but, um, cause I don't want to give away any, any details, but, uh, it's called the pharmacist and it also really, so it's a multi-part show, uh, the second and third episodes really start, uh, exploring the oxycoton, oxycotin, um, epidemic. And, and, and again, the, the same pharmacist, you know, how he was working with the, how he was, because, Investigations were going on, but he didn't feel they were going on fast enough. He was exploring that and, and, and these pill mills that were in, in New Orleans and, and all. So if you're looking for good documentaries, those, those are the things that I uh, watched over, over the break in, in addition to, uh, well, uh, in addition to Star Trek. <laughs> Strange New Worlds, oh. but that's about it.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say Secret Invasion.
1: <laughs> well, no, I didn't even get the Secret Invasion until yesterday, but that's, that's, that's a story for You form.
0: watched, uh, both episodes, like back to <laughs> back?
1: Back to back, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah.
0: Um, um, so watching it in that way. Yeah. W- do you think, here, I'll ask you this. Do you think yeah. it would have been different had you watched the third episode? last week and then the fourth episode this week.
1: No. No. That was a s no. I, you know, I it this it to go back to Bob Iger for a moment, another thing that was that he mentioned today that was in the news was that there's too much Marvel and Star Wars comic, content right now. And um And there's going to really, you know, he's sort of doubling down on saying they're going to slow things up a little bit. But my fault is more, is more this, that Secret Invasion would have been better as a
2: movie
1: instead of a a TV show. Because honestly, even though I just watched the third episode yesterday, um, it didn't leave any impression on me.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And, and. And I will have to say, for the first few minutes of this week's episode, it didn't leave much of an impression on me either. And I was really, you know, as you know, whenever we discussed the show a couple weeks back with episode two, I was feeling good about it. But until a certain moment happened in this week, that's when I was like, "Oh, okay, now it's it it got my attention." Because otherwise, I was, I was, I was starting to do the. All right, let's see what's going on on social media. (laughs) That's not good when I'm watching a TV show and like, and it's something that I want to watch and I'm trying to really like it. But if I start grabbing my phone, then that means you're one, a couple things. One, you're telling a very predictable story because you know it was, you know, we talked about this with. I'll go ahead and get into it with Rodi and whether or not he was a scroll or not. And I was really hopeful that. He was not a scroll, but, but we saw it coming. And I guess that's the problem. One of the problems of the show. I mean, it's enjoyable, but it's not like, I feel like it's just undercooked in some ways as far as trying to sustain a six episode arc. Right. That would right. be better, better off as a two hour movie. Right. Unlike,
0: yeah. it, you know, it's, it's interesting about Rhodey um, because yeah, yeah. I I I kind of I kind of had my blinders on where I was just like I I don't I don't want to be thinking I can't watch this show and think, "Oh, are you a scroll? Are you a scroll?" I just can't. Um mm-hmm. so for some reason I'm not doing that. Um so when it was revealed that he was a scroll, I also was just like, "Okay, It it didn't, it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't like, oh my God. But what bothered me was I noticed a very different, very different. It was more noticeable now knowing that he's a Mm scroll, the acting choices, which Mm -hmm. some can say, Oh, that means that Don Cheadle's doing a good job because he's, he's like clearly this isn't roadie. Like everything's supposed to be off. For me, as a viewer, I'm not saying it's often a good way. I'm saying it's often like, oh wait, so now that you know that you're, you're actually a scroll and you're not, suddenly you're going to change everything you did because you can't tell me that the scene in episode two when he fires Fury, like he was making the same choices as he did throughout the entire fourth episode. Because he wasn't, in my opinion. Like, it yeah. just, his conversation with with Fury in the fourth episode, it's like night and day to me. Yeah. It's a very different roadie, which may mean, like, he's, you could claim, oh, he's dropped his guard even further because he knows that Fury knows. And But I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. understand that. Um, we'll see that.
1: That was and, the thing for me in that scene because you just nailed it. He, he know, both of them know that they know, you know, that he's a scroll. So yeah. it, it, all the tension's gone.
0: Yeah. And, and it's sad because they're not focusing on actually some of the more interesting parts of this whole, I'm wearing this person's skin. I mean, they, it, I feel like with every episode, you get a little bit but not a whole lot. Where in this episode Fury asks his wife like how did you choose her? Mm-hmm. Why did you choose this yeah. this woman to to take on? And then we're get, we get told a story. I need to understand um is it Riva? Is that who the scroll name of oh, oh. uh Rhodey?
1: Uh I believe so, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. I want to understand that. Like like of course i want to see rody but i it's not it's not that i want to know when rody became a scroll don't get me wrong i don't care i want to understand why a female scroll chose a black man mm-hmm. to personify
2: yeah
0: that's it's a very interesting thing and you yeah. could say well she didn't view him as a black man. She viewed him as roadie, best friend of Iron Man. Yeah
2: yeah, that's <laughs> basically it, yeah. yeah.
0: But, but there, there are some more nuances here because it's not just that she chose um, someone who is black, but she chose a man. Like, yep. okay, that's interesting. Right. Uh, and, and just like how, and also scrolls, have different like it's just it's very it's very interesting to me. I w- yeah. I almost wish yeah this this was told more from a scroll perspective.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm but I'm glad you but but something you said there about mm-hmm. why does she pick? Not only does she one she pick Rhodey, which you know clearly because of his proximity to Tony Stark and everything. Yeah. You know that there's that, but but thinking back to that second episode and whenever we talked about that, the, the scene in the restaurant where faux fake roadie fired Curry. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I was like really liked about that, that, that scene was because, you know, it, it yeah. did the, the racial, comp- the black male, <laughs> two black men having that conversation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, 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 I, and, and there's, you know, what you just said there is like, a, not only the obvious point about who Rodie is as far as his connections, but the fact that she picked a black man with yeah. all the baggage, with all the things that come with it, even though you know, even though he and and, 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 and that was one of the good things they explored with Nick in that you know, throughout, even like going back to civil war where, you know, Fury talks about his, you know, his, it was his father who worked, the, who worked the elevator and stuff. I mean, you know, the fact that he's a black man, it was always present there that the discrimination and things that's happened in this country are always there. So why does she pick, you know, that's the step, that, that would be the interesting thing to explore. Like, why did she pick that? And then especially given, given the, the conviction of the of their, their discussion and back and forth in that scene because it did resonate very well with me and that's why I was like oh I'm feeling good about this series because they touched on a lot of things there right and, and, it, I wish they, and yeah
0: and it extends beyond just her because there yeah. are a lot of scrolls who are choosing minorities mm-hmm. to personify Yeah. I mean, you remove Talos and Gaia and a lot of, the lot of the ones we've seen. I mean, even Gravic is in my brain.
1: Yeah. Gravic, uh, the little, the, the, one of the three guys that went on to the UN mission this week. I mean, he, you know, I think he was, I guess Jamaican or something. So, and, and, and you're right. And when we saw the other, you know, Priscilla. Right. You know, so, I mean, so I think, uh, so I, they're trying to like, you know, the, the secret that the scrolls are like a, sort of a stand-in anyway for people who, who are displaced and, and homeless and, and, and those kind of things. And, and, and they double down, like you said, by using minorities of, of, it's like the scrolls, like, you know, we're already like kind of down, you know, downtrodden or whatever adjective you want to put there. So, you know, so we're going to, Personify people on this planet that are also similarly situated or have oh, yes. been, or who, or have been similarly situated in the past.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: from a writer perspective, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that like Gravik was someone who. Had information, and so that's why he was chosen. So uh, we've seen like heads of world states be chosen. Mm-hmm. Um. So so there there's a lot of strategery in this. Yeah. Except for um, the
2: president.
0: Yeah. 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 Which I was surprised. I was like, yeah. okay. I I was yeah. expecting that one to happen, but um. Yeah. It's it, it's it's interesting to me to have this discussion um because just knowing the discussion we had after episode two air and, and recognizing the difference of opinion about the show overall is it's, it's, it's hard because I feel like it's, it's only been four episodes. That's not a lot of time yet. It's already feels like it lost a lot of steam and it's kind of picking back up, but Now you're unsure about the next, the final two episodes because you're just like, okay. Yeah. It's just, they had a, they had a, they, they set out a very good mystery, Mm -hmm. but then with a few choices, especially the choice to kill Gaia in the third episode, Only for her to be a super scroll, And now we have Talos getting killed at the end of this episode, which I do think he's dead. Yeah. But I also, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled some shit and he turned out to be alive. Um, because he kind of, it's, it's sad because I really do think he's dead. I think he is. The way he went out, not satisfying at all. No, no,
1: just not. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. It's not. I mean, and it's it's it. And I think that's the. And maybe that's why I think he like like Maria Hill will end up, you know, really being dead this time because um, it was a very.
0: There are. theories going on about Maria Hill right now too, so... Yeah,
1: true, true. Well, yeah, it is Yeah, it is comic book show, so no one's truly dead. But,
0: but. but it's not just that it, it's a comic book show, because we've watched a lot of comic book content, and there yeah. are sometimes when they nail stakes. Yeah. yeah. This uh, is a time, and I'm going to blame it. I'm sorry, Will. I know how much you love this genre. I'm going to blame it on the spy genre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It is not, it is very hard to establish high stakes in this genre just because it is spy and espionage and the yeah, whole point yeah. is who do I trust? But, but you're that's like, that. okay, I can only do that for so long. So, which goes that's back that's to that's your point you made earlier, this should have been a movie because yep, you yep. can only question that for so many hours.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a hard genre to do TV-wise. It is. It is. I mean, it's not, when you think about, like, spy shows that have, as far as TV shows that have, that have longevity. Uh, it's, it's, it's very hard to do. It, it is. American. It is. The Americans, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, but,
0: what is that other one? Um, I, I. Are-
1: Yeah, I mean, the Americans is one that comes top of mind, but, um, but yeah, but usually, yeah, but usually the, um, genre does better, you know, it's better, it's better, as far as live action, it's better situated, suited for a movie. I mean, I I just watched The Born Identity just again recently and, you know, that talk about spy, a spin-off thriller, uh, that, that works and, 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 you know, it, it has stakes. You know, that's, that's one that does. And I think that was part of the thing too, that really turned me off on that third episode, watching him back to back and then seeing it, and then seeing Gaia return, you know, right there, you know, at the end of the fourth episode. Then I was like, that left, you know, that's where I think if you, you asked earlier if that, if that messed with my viewing, it probably did. When I think about it, because now I'm like, okay. They just, they just killed the stakes for me. So even with, even when Talos first died, you know, died at the end of the fourth episode, I'm kind of like, is he really dead? I don't know. They'll probably, they'll probably find a way they're like, you know, bring him back. Unless they're going to use this as motivation to, you know, for, I mean, I think Nick with all the things that were going on with him and Priscilla and, 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 and him learning that, uh, she from day one was recruited, uh, be a, you know to basically keep an eye on him. Uh, going back to the Battle of New York in 2012, um, yeah. So that uh, you know he's starting to get you know he's starting to get back in the game, so to speak. But maybe maybe losing Talos is is the thing that will really get him fully back engaged.
0: Well, well,
1: yeah. I yeah. mean, it's good situation thing, because
0: really. he's he's the best friend. Yeah. And they they've had their conflict. It's just a weird it's just not a smart choice to fake death, fake kill someone in one episode and in the very next episode actually kill someone like and and if you're going to bring him back. That's even worse
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: because because now the viewers never – like, of course people are going to go all the way back to the first episode when you had that great death scene with Maria Hill. Now we're questioning if that's not going to get rewritten. Is right, she going right. to suddenly appear in one of the pods and it'll be, be brought back to life? And it's just uh, – Yeah, just, yeah. It's
2: a lot.
0: I mean, yeah. I – They 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 did a it's it might have also just been because the first two episodes were so strong, Mm -hmm. um, but they clearly didn't keep pace.
1: Yeah, Um,
0: and 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 maybe maybe they'll pull off something in the last episode, especially because Don Cheadle. Um, even though I don't, even though like I did criticize how suddenly it became more apparent. The moment we knew he was a scroll that he was like in a very obvious way yeah. that he still is acting his ass off it's kind of like he he's is. like i'm gonna prove to you why I deserved that Emmy for Falcon <laughs> wizard which <laughs> <Sure. of Detroit." laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, it, yeah even then it's just like it, it, and I, I will say that does make so was he was that. I mean, clearly that has to be scroll, scroll roadie. I mean, it was, even way back then now. No, no. It
0: or maybe it'll be. Yeah,
1: yeah, There's, it would have to people be.
0: People have not, like, people have identified at least five different points in time of when it could be, and then also said, but then, but then that means that this was fake, and. Yeah. It, yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting as where the writers decided to, uh, to fuck up our timelines with Rhodey. Yeah.
1: Well, I did, you know, I will say it with, like, with the reveal because I'm like, now, now if it's like, you know, Civil War, Rhodey got like, you know, paralyzed. So yeah, so, you know, I'm already, already, my theory following, like after the reveal there. It's like, well, let's scroll. So it had to be, I guess it had to be post blip. <laughs> Or during the blip, maybe it was during the blip, but yeah, like you said, there's multiple points where it could have happened, but uh and it also like uh, you know whenever things finally do get straightened out with all the uh, labor issues uh, there's still the armor wars movie that that um Brody will be the lead in, so so you know so looking looking ahead, you know how this all of it whatever happens in the series you know where where does that lead to as far as Ar- armor wars when it eventually have, comes out?
0: It means we get the real roadie back by the end of the season. So thank you, Will, for spoiling it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we theory spiral into any more logical spoilers about this yeah. season and future MCC shows, we are going to leave. Um, yeah. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you?
1: Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Will and Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K.
0: And you can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and threads. Our username is Scene underscore N underscore nerd. Will had to put a note to make me say it like that you're welcome um and visit our website com. but most importantly rate follow and comment on apple Podcasts, spotify youtube or wherever you get your podcasts good night geek out you're welcome